Before I dive into today's content on seven ways to feel sexy after motherhood, I want to share with you an amazing, awesome, epic announcement about the Sex and Motherhood Summit that is going to be happening live on June 21st, 2022. You know that moment when you're driving kids to school or you're going to work and you arrive and you're wondering how the hell did I even get here? (laughs) Maybe you were dancing to a fun song on the radio. Maybe you were listening to an awesome podcast, getting lost in the moment. But more often than not, you get there and you don't know how you got there because you were operating on autopilot. You're going through the motions, disconnected from pleasure, disconnected from the present moment, disconnected from play. All of the stuff that you want to be experiencing is just like you're just on autopilot, going down the road, doing your thing getting all the things done. So maybe at the end of the day, you can relax, give yourself some pleasure and have some fun. However, you get to the end of the day and you're too tired to have any pleasure or fun. So you don't give it to yourself. Well, my loves, if you are done with that and you know in your heart that you're ready to experience more pleasure and presence in your life, not just in the bedroom, but in your life in general, in your intimate relationships, all of it, then this is my invitation to you to sign up for the Sex and Motherhood Summit. It's free. There's no cost to join us. You can purchase a VIP ticket and get lots of amazing gifts and get recordings of the summit if you can't attend live. But if you come live, you'll get to see us all in real time and to ask questions and for us to answer your questions. It's going to be absolutely amazing. So join us, come live if you can. If you can't, you can purchase that VIP ticket and get the recordings. All you gotta do is head to the link in the show notes that I've posted below and you can join us for the Sex and Motherhood Summit. We have over 15 amazing speakers from around the world. We're gonna be speaking on topics that will address the questions of you know, how do I experience more pleasure in my life as a mom? How can I honor my body with all of these to do's with all of these demands on my and responsibilities? How can I be a sexy woman and be a mom? These are the questions that we're going to be answering on the summit. So I invite you to join head to the link in the show notes and join us for the summit. Can't wait to see you there. Now for today's topic on seven ways to feel sexy again after motherhood. This is the Multi-Orgasmic Mama, the podcast for high-achieving moms to have sex worth putting the energy in for. I'm Tilly Storm, a holistic sex and intimacy coach, and it's my mission to help you want to want sex again, to have better orgasms, and to feel confident and sexy so you experience more pleasure in the bedroom and beyond. All right, mamas, the transition from maiden to mother can be challenging for many of us. Our bodies change our body chemistry changes, we have sacky boobs, we have floppy bellies, we have some of us C-section scars. All of these changes in our body can create a lot of anxiety for women because your body, your home, your temple is no longer what it used to be. I totally get this. When I had become a mom, After my first one, my boobs have gotten so big from breastfeeding. And then when I quit breastfeeding, they got so small and they shrunk up and then they got saggy. And I remember being extremely self-conscious about my boobs when I was a new mom. That's something that really hindered my sexual expression. I felt really uncomfortable to even take off a shirt or to have sex with the lights on. I did not like my body, even though conventionally by our beauty standards of the day, 
um, or maybe not so much beauty standards today because those have gotten really laxed lately, but beauty standards of yesteryear, um, I was, you know, tall, thin, good looking, whatever. And that didn't matter. Even having lost more weight than I had gained when I had kids, it didn't change anything. The way that I felt in my body was still shit. And I definitely did not feel sexy. Now, while I'm someone who goes pretty headstrong into a mission, not everyone is ready to start into JDEG practices or learning Tantra or going down that route right off the bat. I guess I could say I'm pretty radical in that perspective because that was something that called to me and that I wanted to do anyway and ultimately led me on this path of being here as a sex and intimacy coach. But for those of you just getting started on this journey and maybe doing JDEG practices seems a little overwhelming or maybe learning Tantra sounds like, oh my God, that's so woo or out there or my partner, I could never get him interested or whatever it is. There are so many things that you can do on your own to shift your relationship with your body and sexuality. The first one is mirror work. What is mirror work? It's literally sitting in a mirror naked, looking at your body. And instead of looking for all of the things that are wrong with it, you're going to begin to speak all of the things that are right and beautiful about it. So you're looking at yourself, you're giving your mind a new job. You're training your mind to take it out of the negative, out of everything that's wrong, which is what it's been conditioned to do. And to put it into the mode of looking for all the things that are right, all of the positives. Giving your mind something to do is one of the best ways to get yourself in the present moment and in your pleasure. Letting the mind go wild and free and roam, ooh, that's kind of sketchy, scary territory. Because as you know, the best sex happens when you are present and you're not in your head, when you're in your body, when you are embodied, when you are experiencing your body without the self-criticism, without the judgment. If you want great sex, then you've got to train your mind to look for the pleasure, to look for the good stuff, to look for the positive stuff. So doing mirror work can feel a little intimidating, especially if you've got a lot of body issues, if you don't like your boobs, if you if your vulva looks weird to you, or if you had a scar that didn't really heal on your perineum from an episiotomy or a tear or something like that, it can be very intimidating to look at yourself and to speak words of affirmation and positive, beautiful words to yourself when these things are so personal to you and you really don't like them, but you get to train your mind otherwise, because if you don't, you're going to end up continuing to look for all of the negative and everything that's wrong with you forever and ever and ever, and never feel good about yourself. But that's not you. That's why you're listening to this podcast and you're here to change that. So get naked, get in front of a mirror. And for five minutes, I want you to speak out loud everything that you love about what you see, everything that you are thankful for, that your body has done for you to help train your mind to look for the beauty in your body. The second way to feel sexier after motherhood is that you're going to celebrate three things that make you feel sexy every single day. Whether or not you have a mirror for this one, you don't necessarily need one, but I want you to wake up and every morning celebrate yourself to make lasting change. We tend to be super negative to have and look for all of the bad things, to look for what's not right because our mind likes to fix things. It likes to make things better. So celebrating yourself gets you out of that, of thinking that you're too much, thinking that you're not enough or thinking that there's something wrong or 
your body just doesn't work or your pleasure just isn't enough. So the only thing this does is shut you down more. It keeps you in this perpetual cycle of body hate, body shame, body guilt. My pleasure isn't enough. Am I ever going to experience pleasure again? Am I ever going to have sexual desire again? All those things stop. Start celebrating yourself with something simple. You can start saying things like, I love the texture of my hair. I love the color of my hair. I love the shape of my lips. I celebrate having said yes to sex last night, even though I was tired because I gave myself a chance to experience pleasure and it felt good. So it can be anything. So it can be something super small or super big. Small things are just as beautiful as the big things because the small things, when you celebrate them over time, they add up and they compound. And it's like a snowball effect that eventually leads to this big thing. I see it every time in our group program for all of our clients is that They have these tiny, small little wins every now and then in the beginning. And they start to be like, oh, is this going to work? I'm not sure. Ah, All the anxiety of like, I'm not sure if this is working. And the more that I continue to encourage them to celebrate even the small stuff, the more that they eventually get to celebrate the big things like, oh my God, I just had my first cervical orgasm or, oh my God, I'm just celebrating having felt the desire in my body to even initiate sex with my partner or, oh my God, I just had three orgasms in a row and it was the first multi-orgasmic experience I've ever had in my entire life. See how these small celebrations can lead to the big celebrations. So when you're celebrating yourself, you're teaching and training yourself to view your sexuality and your body as something to be honored, something to be valued, even if it's small. Now, the third way that you can feel sexy after motherhood is to do what is called the inner smile practice. It's so simple. All you have to do is bring a ridiculous smile to your face, mouth open, ear to ear smile to the face and feeling the energy of the smile. You take that energy in your smile and you literally beam it to your breast or your pussy, beaming it to the parts of you that you tend to judge that you think aren't enough or good enough. So you're taking this beautiful, smiling, radiant energy, smiling it into your heart, smiling it into your pussy to create this radiance and this connection of love and self-love with your body. Many moms, you know, especially if you experience the changes in your breasts or the changes in your vulva and how it looks and everything, all of these critical thoughts, it's, they're just gone. They're just, they disappear when you tap into your own inner smile, inner radiance, bring that ridiculous smile to your face and beam that energy down into your breasts and your chest or beam it down into your pussy and your vulva because it's like you're looking at them with love. You can't help but look at them with love when you bring that smile to your face. So I encourage you to do that. You can do it even right now as I'm speaking these words to you, just bringing that smile to your face beaming that energy down into the parts that you judge and criticize to create more self-love and connection with this part of you. Now, the fourth way to feel sexy after motherhood, and this is one of my favorite. This is something that I give uh, people who get the early sign-on bonus for SCW, the Central Embodied Woman Program. Of course, they get detailed instructions, but this is a synopsis of it, is to write a love letter to your body to create a new narrative. So I have them do it around their sexuality. So you can do it around your sexuality or your body really depends on what it is that you're struggling with the most. 
to write a new narrative, to tell yourself a new story. The narrative we got is generally shit around our body and sexuality. So when you choose to do this exercise, you're learning to shift into even more celebration, more self-love. And writing this love letter to your body or to your sexuality, it is rewiring your relationship with your body and your sexuality. It's literally writing a new narrative, creating a new narrative. So we generally tend to disconnect from our body. Uh, We've been taught to disconnect from our body from the time we were born until now. And all little T and big T traumas that have added up over our life that that made us feel that it's not safe to be in our body and inhabit it have added up over time. So when you're writing this letter to your body, you're changing the narrative that you have around it as probably being a medical problem waiting to happen, being too much or not enough, being something to be ashamed of or critical about. All of these ways that we view our bodies that are so not even helpful to what we want to experience or especially the narrative that we want to pass down to our own children. So writing this new narrative, writing this love letter to your body about your sexuality can help you to shift this. What I tend to find is that many spiritual people ignore or deny the wisdom of the body. They miss out on the intelligence and the wisdom available inside of them as opposed to the intelligence and wisdom that they seek from something outside or in the spiritual realm. And you really have everything you need already in the body. But many people listening to this podcast are probably pretty spiritually inclined or at least open-minded around spirituality. And this is why I always say that God lives in the somatic realms. What does the somatic realm mean? It means the sensations. It means the body-based sensations. You can go and do all of the amazing spiritual practices ever. You can look outside of yourself for all of the answers. But I swear to you from my own personal experience and from coaching hundreds of clients that the answers always lie inside of you. You do not have to look outside of you for the answers. You don't have to look outside of you for the solution or the remedy. It's already there. So when you write this love letter, you get to change that story, create the new one. And as you do it, I want you to consider what you're grateful for about your body and celebrate that. Write out the relationship that you want to have with her from now on, how you listen to her, how you'll protect her and keep her safe, how amazing she did birthing your babies in whatever way that was, you know, whatever experience of celebration and gratitude you can give to her. You can take as long as you want to write the letter, but I encourage you to read the letter to your body. You can look at yourself in the mirror and read it, or you can just read it to your body, whatever way works for you to create this new narrative. And you might need to do it several times to really let it sink in. Now, the fifth way to feel sexy after motherhood is to do what I call the body meditation. We are trained again, to be in our heads. And this is the number one complaint of all of the clients that I have and all of the potential clients that end up not joining our programs as well, is that they just don't know how to get out of their head. When you do a body meditation, you are essentially touching yourself. So just taking your fingers, your hands, you can use some coconut oil, or you can just use your palms, whatever feels good to you. You're just going to begin to sensually touch and stroke your body. And as you do this, you're going to state the sensations that you feel and where you feel them in your body. You could say, for example, I feel the wind on the hairs on my arms from the fan. I feel an itch on my nose. 
I feel tingling in my arm as I run my finger over my arm. I feel bubbly sensation in my solar plexus. I feel tension leaving my neck. And you're just going to keep going like this, repeating sensations that you feel in your body and where you feel them. And I suggest doing this for at least three to five minutes to learn to get out of the judgy thoughts, to learn to stop thinking and to start feeling what is in your body. Because when you're not thinking, you're not criticizing yourself. You're not judging yourself. You're not wondering, am I taking too long? Does he like it? Do I smell weird? And all of the other millions of thoughts going through our heads as we tend to make love or get into a sensual space. None of that's serving your sensuality. None of that is serving your pleasure. So doing a body meditation is really just training your brain to be in your body, to feel what you're feeling and to eventually learn to find the pleasure, hook into the pleasure and to follow the pleasure. So instead of asking what's wrong with me, am I taking too long? And all the other things you're asking, where is the pleasure right now? Where is the pleasure right now? Where is the pleasure right now? And then when you find it, hooking on to it for dear life and following that pleasure wave, riding it until you're like, until it either dissipates or you find pleasure somewhere else. And then going into pleasure and hooking into that sensation of pleasure and keeping your focus and attention on the pleasure that you do feel. So body meditation is an amazing way to drop you out of your thinking mind that judges your body and your sexuality and puts you into feeling what actually feels good. Now we're on the sixth way to feel sexy after motherhood. This is what I call the pleasure shower. This is where when you take a shower or a bath or whatever it is for you, you're taking your slow ass sweet time and you are connecting to your body. You are connecting to your pleasure. You are connecting to the erotic woman inside. You might hear a kid screaming in the back. You might getting a phone call from your 20 year old, whatever it is. This is your time, hot mama, to drop into your body, to touch and stroke yourself and to be present. And as you do this, I want you to speak to yourself over and over the words, pleasure is safe. My pleasure is safe. My pleasure is safe. And as you do this, you're rewiring your brain that you can experience pleasure as a mom, that pleasure and motherhood can coexist with the responsibilities of it all, that it doesn't have to be something separate and apart as our society has taught. So just by slowing down, taking your time in the shower to really feel your body, touch your skin, shake your ass and rewire your nervous system to feel safe, experiencing pleasure, even as a mom, it can be a profound rewiring to your nervous system to encode into your system that Yes, I am a mom and yes, I get to experience pleasure. And then the seventh way to feel sexy after motherhood is to actually self-pleasure. To self-pleasure with a simple pussy massage. It's incredible how many women I've talked to that don't self-pleasure or very rarely self-pleasure without a vibrator. And even the even people who use vibrators, even if we took in the whole population of women, it's still very small, especially during this phase, often challenging phase of motherhood where you have extra demands and responsibilities. So for self-pleasure, this is an opportunity for you to drop into your body further. So you've done your pleasure shower, you've taken your time there, but now the self-pleasure is 
intentional act of loving, compassionate touch without an agenda. So there is no expectation to orgasm. Most women will go into self-pleasure with the intention of, oh, I just want to get off. I want to have an orgasm. It needs to be as quick as possible because I only have two minutes right now. This is not supportive to your pleasure. (laughs) It might be supportive to you getting off and that's great. You get to do that too. But I'm asking you to create intentional time for self-pleasure without an expectation. The easiest way to do this is to start massaging your belly and your abdomen to just bring some loving, compassionate touch to your belly, which is a place that we tend to judge a lot as women. So bringing compassionate, loving touch to your belly, full acceptance, and then moving your hands down your pubic bone, using the palm of your hand to create some circles, circular movements right over your pubic bone, the mons, and then massaging your outer lips of your vulva, your perineum, the inside and the outside of your thighs. And this is just stroking all external things. So this isn't, you know, going inside or internal or anything. And you eventually can, but just making sure that you pay attention to your outside parts to really create layers of pleasure where you're slowly turning yourself on. It's taking the time and slowing down because if you're like most of the people that I know and talk to, you're going way too fast. You're penetrating yourself way too soon if you are at all, and you're expecting your body to have an orgasm in five minutes or less. Otherwise, you failed. You took too long. You didn't pass the test. This is not a test. (laughs) Okay. Self-pleasure is not a test. Sex is not a race to the finish line. All of that conditioning, everything that's made you successful in your life to get all the degrees to be as successful as you are in your career or business, all of that kills your experience of pleasure. So you get to learn by creating a self-pleasure practice without expectations, you get to learn a different way. You get to learn the way of the feminine. Yes, my love, you get to learn how to drop the expectations, to approach your body in a feminine way, to take all expectations off the table and just feel and notice what comes up. And then when you feel ready, and only if you feel ready, and only if you feel like a fuck yes, can you penetrate yourself and to give yourself an orgasm if that's what you feel like doing. But taking your slow ass time to self-pleasure and making this intentional, So it's not to have an orgasm, but just to feel and to be able to connect with your body. Doing this can completely shift how you feel in your body, how sexy you feel. So give it a try. I'm going to recap real quick the seven ways to feel sexy after motherhood. One, mirror work. Two, celebrating three things that make you feel sexy every single day. Three, smiling into your heart and into your pussy. Four, writing a love letter to your body. Five, body meditation, speaking what you feel and where you feel it to get out of your head and into your body. Six, your pleasure shower where you're affirming pleasure is safe, pleasure is safe, pleasure is safe as you touch and stroke your body and move your hips and dance, whatever you want to do. And then seven, self pleasure with a simple pussy massage. All right, my loves, give it a try. And if you haven't already, do not forget to sign up for our free sex and motherhood summit. 
I am hosting the summit myself. You can sign up at the link in the show notes and join us for free. If you cannot make it live, you can purchase the VIP ticket, which is a fairly nominal fee. If you purchase it before the summit, it's going to be half as expensive as if you purchase it after. So get your ticket now, whether it's a free one or the paid one. And I can't wait to see you there, hot mama. Bye. Chances are, if you hear my voice right now, you might be a woman who struggles with lack of libido or desire, doesn't find sex that fulfilling or satisfying, or that's so busy and in your head that it's really challenging to drop in and actually enjoy sex when it happens. Yes, this podcast is here to help you with that. In each episode, I will be sharing everything I know to help you experience more pleasure in your sex life. But Let's face it, simply obtaining more information isn't going to change anything about your sex life. The thing is, being a high-achieving mom who's already in her head a lot and is strapped for time and energy, more information is not what you need, sweetheart. Alternatively, learning to rewire your body and your brain so you can get out of your head, be in your body, and enjoy yourself is required. If you're really serious and committed to doing the embodiment practices, the somatic and the nervous system reprogramming, so you can experience epic sex in the bedroom and beyond, then I invite you to consider my Centrally Embodied Woman program. This is my signature program to teach and to coach high achieving moms like you. And it's how over 70 women have experienced a massive increase in their sexual desire and pleasure in the bedroom and beyond in less than four months. Through the program, you'll get deep, intimate coaching from me for 16 weeks, where I'll be able to personally guide you through your specific sex life and relationship struggles. And you'll also instantly join a sisterhood of other high-level women going through the same things to support you on the journey. On top of that, in addition to all of the coaching, the community, the accountability, the teachings, and the audio-guided embodiment practices and meditations, when you join the Centrally Embodied Woman program, you'll get lifetime access to our member library with new bonus content that we're continually adding in. And by the way, the program does help you to become a multi-orgasmic mama too. So yes, you can rely on just the information I share with you here. And yes, you may get the pleasure education you never got growing up. You may grow the ovaries enough to break the ice with your partner and have a meaningful conversation about your sex life, or you could take the shortcut and get the support you're going to need right off the bat. So if you're ready to commit to doing what it takes to have epic sex and pleasure in the next four months, then click the link in the show notes and fill out an application for the Centrally Embodied Woman program, and you'll be on your way to joining my magical world of multi-orgasmic motherhood and fast-tracking your journey to a thriving sex life and relationship today. Once again, hit the link in the show notes to apply for the Centrally Embodied Woman, and I'll see you there in the program.